Hello, we're back. We're actually, you know, recording things somewhat timely this year, Perrin. We're starting off pretty good. You know, um, my name is still Avery. I use, I still use they, he pronouns. I'm still in Pennsylvania because we're recording a few days after we recorded our last episode. Perrin, do you want to introduce yourself after I say sure. my duck, a duck accessory? It's still Frederick. Today, he's, you know, those like yellow lane caps that like, old British people wear. That's what he's wearing today. Does he have some sloshers to go with it? Yeah, ye- yellow boots. Yellow boots. Yeah. So he's just like a blob of yellow. Perfect. Okay. My name is still Perrin. I still use any pronouns. My rubber duck is still named Friedrich and still has a sparkly pink cowboy hat. And we have a special guest um, who is a lovely person from Vermont, um, and I will let her introduce herself. Hello, people of the pond. Uh, my, my name's Maddie. Um, I am, yes, from Vermont. I use she, her pronouns. And, oh, I think I'm supposed to, like, tell you about, like, my rubber duck. So um, I was thinking really hard about this before I came on the pod today, and I think in the past, I've always said my rubber duck's name would be Perrin because that's just funny and like, yes, but I have a new name. Tape. Duck. Tape. Tape the duck. I don't know. I think it's cute. I like it. So my, but also like, what does my rubber duck look like? Well, on Slack, my rubber duck has a little like students demand action pin and a green cape because of my love for, you know, all things University of Vermont. Um, yes, Avery. And so that's a little about, about me and about my imaginary duck friend. Who says it's imaginary? Or real. What, whatever you like. Okay. Thank you, Maddie. So well. I appreciate your creative ideas for the day. <laughs> um, well... Where should we go next, Avery? Well, you have little notes under under story guest rant space. So little notes are uh, <laughs> hoping that Maddie has magical ideas to share with us today, um, specifically regarding what drives you and what you do in your life. Sure. Well. Um, I feel like that's a loaded question, but I can give you a mediocre answer. Um, I, so the question about what drives me is really interesting because I think it's always changing right now. If I'm being completely transparent and I don't think enough high school seniors are honest about this, it's absolutely getting into college slash where I want to go. Like I certainly have my own expectations for myself. And my desires of where I want to get more education. And so that's definitely what's driving me right now. Done applying. So it's a little bit less about that stress. But, you know, still still very much on my mind. Most other parts of my life, it's been, I think, I, think, I mean, in eighth grade, I gave my graduation speech. And it centered around the idea of making an impact. That has always been my word. I'm pretty sure I have a necklace over here somewhere that says the word impact on it. Like that's just been my word. And I think up until 
this year and when I kind of got clouded by college admissions, it was absolutely to make an impact. I think I've honestly felt badly a little bit about like putting that to the side for a minute to apply to college and focus on that. But, you know, when you zoom out, I think where I go to school will help to carve that path of how I can continue to make an impact further on in my life. So definitely making an impact drives me. Recently, it's been college admissions, which I find to be so frustrating and annoying, but that's the reality of life right now. And really, truly, I think after January, it'll come back to how can I make an impact? And then also just like, how can I relax a little bit? Um, I think my motivation has refocused a little bit on like self-care. And I think that's so critical and important and taking a step back from things that stress me out and really stepping into things that calm me down. So yeah, hopefully that's an adequate answer to the what drives me question. Yeah. I think it's perfect. Congrats on finishing your applications. Thank you. And I think you gave us a very good segue into how we're putting our ducks in a row. Oh. Uh, so Avery, do you want to start by sharing how you're doing self-care? We come at this every single week that we record the Stang podcast. I still don't think of something until we say it. <laughs> you know, I did buy white bread yesterday. Um, oh, amazing. Pulling it back to our last episode. <laughs> I bought white bread and I'm currently making um, lemon curd bread pudding. And you know, that's kind of really a self-care. I think cooking and like just putting all of my frustration or feelings into something tangible, tangible, very important to me. And I forgot how much that action, I haven't been able to cook when I'm at school, how important that action is to me. Pan, what's your self-care? Um, parents currently looking around their room as if the answer as if there's an answer or or for the definition of (laughs) self-care parents may need some reminding of that Um, Avery Avery, I have to say sorry I gotta interject UVM is so farm to table you can go milk a cow get the milk and cook something right in your dorm Maddie (laughs) Do you, Maddie? I do you think I have a stove? I don't know. Do you live in wellness? No, I do not <laughs> live in wellness. Well, maybe we need to do that for our self care. I think it would go against my self care if I lived in wellness. <laughs> oh I think gosh. it would influence other parts of my life. Oh, oh boy! All right, parent, back to you. <laughs> um. Avery's probably going to veto this, but I'd say right now my self-care is watching MSNBC. Um, That's not self-care. No. Think of something that's actually good for your mental health. But I shake my head head as it's, like, on downstairs right now. I feel like you're going to get to my, like, phrase. You know my, like, phrase? It's in here. (laughs) I know. And I'm going to tell you about why I'm really questioning that today. Yeah, it's on in the other room. I just walked over here after watching it. Um, Same. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's not self-care. Maybe that's actually really concerning. Um, I have been reading a lot. Yes. Does that count? Yeah, I think so. I've also been reading a lot. What's your, what have you read recently that's good? 
I read Gabby Giffords and Mark Kelly's book about gun violence. Um, that was good. Um, obviously, being from Arizona, I really like both of them, um, especially since they're really cool people in general. Um, now I'm reading Jane Fonda's book about uh, Fire Drill Fridays, um, and that's also really cool. It's just, you know, kind of long, and I'm not used to actually reading, so... I finished two books since I've been home. Neither of them that good. And I'm, <laughs> I, I'm on a fiction kick. Like, like I don't know why I'm reading all this depressing fiction. And like, yeah, yeah I'm the current book I'm reading is <clears throat> by Mitch somebody Mitch Mitch Alden. No, Mitch Alden. <laughs> okay, the five people you meet in heaven. Oh, yeah, really great book. Not suggesting because I'm currently two pages in. But we'll see. Maddie looks so, like she went on an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I went on an adventure to find, oh, there's the book I'm looking for. I was looking for a very specific book and I was like, where is it? Well, it's uh, holding up the iPad right now in a little makeshift tripod. So, so anyway, I have some books to share. And it's some stories behind each of them. So if you were looking for some content filler, my friends, I've got it. <laughs> so book number one. So, okay. I was at a basketball game uh, maybe a month ago and I was tweeting about the game. And one of my tweets got some attention because it was about a hurt player, whatever. This guy emails me during the game. And I don't know if the two are connected, if that's how he, his mind was reminded of me, whatever. And his name is Jonathan Hart. And he emails me and he's like, I'm such a big fan of you. Or like, I've been a fan of you since you went on a podcast a while ago. And I was like, that's so kind and flattering and humbling. And he recently, wrote a, he recently wrote a book. <laughs> no, no, no. He recently wrote a book called Party School. And he was like, I'd love to send you a copy of the book. And then you write about it in our student newspaper, The Hive. And I was like, Absolutely. So, um, got the book and I've been reading it and it's really, really good. It's really good. I am loving it. I'm like a hundred pages in, it's like a 200 page. It's really kind of a quick YA novel. Um, but it's basically all about, it's very fitting. So it's about party schools and there's the it schools. And then there's the like, not so it schools. And he goes so to the a, UVMs a, and the Miami <laughs> Universities of Ohio. I take offense at that comment for the record. And you were <laughs> supposed to. The main character in the book, Dylan, goes to a not-so-it school called North-South. And then there's the it schools. And it's all about, like, the pressures of going to an it school and, um, and kind of that transition into college. But it's done in a very comical, kind of, like, catcher-in-the-rye-esque way. Um, and I'm loving it. So, and I don't, I'm not a huge reader. Book two, um, I'm currently diving into interviewing a guide for journalists and writers. It's really good. And I'm TAing. <laughs> it's really just a guide. It's really just a guide. Karen, we should read that book before our next guest. Um, we should. <laughs> and I'm TAing the journalism class that I helped to start next semester. And I'm going to be using this because it's just talks about anonymous sources and different type of interview tactics. It's awesome. So I'm loving that. 
I also got, I'm a huge Gilmore Girls fan. So for Christmas, I got, um, Have I Told You This Already by Lauren Graham, her new book. I'm excited about that. I also got She Said, haven't read it yet, need to read it. And I got, do any of you know about Dumois on Instagram? Okay, so I feel like I heard of, is it that like, oh my God, I definitely heard about it. Yeah, how do you spell that? D-E-U-X-M-O-I. D-E-U-X, oh, two months? To me? Yeah, I think it's to me, right? Regardless, yeah. no, it's called it's called Dumois. That's the Instagram account. And okay. um, it's basically like real life gossip girl. It's like a celebrity gossip tip account. It's kind of great. Um, and this is the novel, like a like a fiction story based loosely off of that account. So I got all of those books, but what I wanted to talk about is do you all dislike hardcover books? Because I dislike a hardcover book. Oh my and they have that like extra shell of paper. So like, and you have to take it off because it just like gets in your way when you're reading. They look so much better with, they look so much prettier and more aesthetically pleasing without that extra cover. And why is it like $15 more for a hardback book? Like, I know. And a soft cover What are they doing? A soft cover book just like, it just fits better in the hands. And I don't know if maybe that's weird to say, but like, it's just like, I don't know. There's something about like a solid medium length soft cover book. That's just like, I love it. And there's something about a hardcover book that I just, I'm just not a fan. I make this very clear to my teachers. I always want the soft cover copies. I disagree. Well, you're in the minority parent. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> Only one third. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I count as two people because I've just made that decision right now. Oh, okay. Thank you, Avery. <laughs> so, Maddie, how are you putting your ducks in a row? Oh, well, I am embarking on a healthy eating journey. I, me and my mom have decided, like, it's time to eat healthy. I just was, it was like bagels on the daily. And I just, it wasn't like making me feel good. So we've been finding recipes and making unbelievably better food. Um, she made this turkey chili the other day that was really like phenomenal. And I'm a big sour cream fan. So had some of that too. Um, yeah, we've just been, oh, Perrin just said me and the four bagels I had yesterday. I don't know if I was supposed to read that out loud, but <laughs> I, I love a bagel. I think a bagel is my absolute favorite food in the whole world. I just really it was i'm anti the, the bloat was the bloat was real you're anti bagel <laughs> oh what kind of bagel do you eat me yeah i eat plain bagels no plain yeah that's such a weird bagel choice what about like, like an asiago <laughs> with plain or like a even an everything okay, okay. i'm vegan so there are limits on the bagels oh, right. I can have to begin with. Yeah. And then once you add in all the extra stuff, mm, it's so maybe not, not worth it. So maybe not some Asiago? No. <laughs> <laughs> Give um, me a croissant or anything other than a bagel any day of the week here. We made these I can't um, eat croissants either. So <laughs> we made these definitely not vegan egg cups. 
So it was, or ham and egg cups. So they're ham that you put in like a little, um, a little like muffin tin. And then you put an egg and you put some cheese and you bake it. So like, absolutely not for parent, but for me, <laughs> delicious. Some salt and pepper. So anyway, that's how I'm getting my ducks in a row is eating healthier. I also have been cleaning my room better because it seems like when I'm really busy, that's the first thing to go. Um, yeah. So cleaning my room more, definitely trying to stay more organized. Although if anyone's ever seen my backpack, they know it's like Mary Poppins bag. Like you can just keep pulling <laughs> things out of it and pulling things out of it and pulling things out of it. And it's, it's like a black hole of stress and chaos. Um, but right now, right now it's a little better. So my ducks are waddling along. Sometimes they go off track, but they're trying. I think they're trying a little harder than mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my ducks are phoning it in. <laughs> like on vacation somewhere and pretending <laughs> that they're in a low. They're like, drinking, yeah, drinking they're like, little cocktails yeah. with little umbrellas coming out of them. I just envision. <laughs> And then there's like the ducks that are stuck because the Southwest freight got canceled. Oh, yes. I'm flying <laughs> Southwest in a week. Why? <laughs> Fun times. Is that, wait, is that to Ohio? No, 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 no. I don't go to Ohio for a couple more weeks. Thank goodness. I was going to say, I would hope, then you would want to hope it gets canceled. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, one thing that I would love Maddie to talk about is, uh, (laughs) the reason that I bring her up to, like, every person I ever meet, which is this little phrase, um, that has been a sticker on my computer for several years now, because she always used to say it, and it says that change can happen in a day. So, would you like to explain your little story? Sure. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, I'm not sure there's, like, a beautifully pieced together story to explain it, but I can explain like what I mean by it. Um, so I think, I think it stems from a lot of places, but we've all done a lot of gun violence prevention advocacy work, whether through students demand action or other avenues in our communities. And part of the reason I started my local students demand action group was this idea of everyone around me being stagnant and comfortable in a space where a lot of people were suffering and there was a lot of trauma going on. And quite frankly, uh, we were in an unsafe environment um, because of you know the gun violence in our country. And I was just really mad at people who didn't take action. And what I began to realize is that people would always say, oh, change takes time, right? I'm going to be honest with you, a lot of people, a lot of people use the phrase, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I understand it, but I don't personally like it. Okay. I understand how that's a really awesome way for some people to continue pushing forward. But in my mind, this has been a sprint from the beginning, right? I don't feel like I'm in a marathon. I feel like I'm in a sprint. I feel like we work so hard that we're not, it's, this isn't like a, we're going to pace ourselves out situation. This is a, how fast can we make change? Because people's lives are on the line. I'm not going to pace myself out to make change when people's lives are on the line. To me, that that's, that's a ridiculous concept. And I know that's really not what people are getting at when they say it's a marathon, not a sprint. They're trying to 
reassure people that change is coming. But I think when we are comfortable and okay with change taking a long time, change doesn't happen at the pace that it could. And I have seen through my advocacy with this mindset that change can happen really fast. Initially, I said change can happen overnight. And while I still believe that's true, I also think with with the space that we're in and how important self-care is, I want people to sleep. Like sleep is important. We change shouldn't be happening while we're sleeping. We should all sleep. But I think sleep is a is an ingredient in the recipe for change. So keep that in mind. But I do think change can happen in a day. And I don't think a day is that much time. I'll give you an example. You've all these shooting happens, right? This absolutely tragic, devastating, horrific act, horrific act of gun violence. Immediately we see lawmakers say thoughts and prayers, you know, we're going to work on something. And I, and it was in that moment where I saw students say, no, like the work isn't going to happen. The work is happening now. It needs to happen right this moment. So then the night of that, that incident, that terrible shooting, um, I said on social media, we're walking out tomorrow, like tomorrow. That entire night I organized, I got, first of all, I pulled all of our um, uh, students fan action materials together, right? Signs, posters, call to act, calls to action, all of those things. I used social media in a way that I don't think I had ever used it before. And that was everyone I know repost this right now. I need everyone to commit to walking out the doors at this time. I let my advisor know. I let I let our school administration know, right? This wasn't like a sneaky thing. This wasn't something that needed to be done um, uh, in, a, in an aggressive way or a uh, not thought out way. It was just needed to be done. And then I called um, uh, local news outlets, right? All of them. I called them all and I let them know what was happening. And I said, you know, I put the ball in their court. Whether you come or not is their choice. But the next day, almost every single student walked out of that building. Every news outlet was there. Some I didn't call. Our local delegation showed up. So we had our local politicians, one of which is a survivor of gun violence, talk about the importance of taking quick action and demanding it from our lawmakers. We had our superintendent show up. All of the principals walked out. All of the teachers walked out. We had the entire front of the school chalked with messages of calls to action. And um, we, we had a moment, we had both a moment of silence and a moment of action, right? We can combine grief and, uh, and commemorating and thinking about what's going on. And not that we're commemorating, but, but we can combine grief and memory with real meaningful action. So not that I never want to say it was a success, but then that week there were 250 walkouts to follow. And what happened three weeks later? The Bipartisan Safer Communities Act was passed. So I truly, truly believe that with the mindset that change can happen quickly, it can happen in a day, maybe two days, but let's not give ourselves much more time than that, right? 
I think it's a sprint, not a marathon. Maybe it's a really, really long sprint. Maybe you're sprinting 26 miles. I think that's okay. But it's a sprint, not a marathon. And with work that's that hard, it need, we take, it takes a lot of endurance, which means it takes a lot of self-care. So when people shouldn't think I'm telling people to continue to work endlessly and never take a breath, do. Have your water break, please. But also don't think that this is something we can pace out. We have to do this quickly. We have to move quickly. And when we have that mindset, we can. That's my rant about how change can happen in a day. <laughs> and you said it wouldn't be beautiful. I think you're <laughs> going to be an amazing journalist because that oh, well. was captivating. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Avery, anything to add? I guess we have to tell our shitty stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing's going to compare to that. <laughs> yeah, I feel well. like... Okay. Well, Avery, what happened in your duck pond? <laughs> well, I went to the grocery store right before we recorded this. And I thought I knew how to grocery shop. Like, you take your stuff and you go to the register and you pay. Yeah. The grocery store, that's not what you do. Because oh. the lady yelled at me. Because <laughs> I didn't get in the right line. I got in the long line. I was like, what's the difference between this line and that line? when I'm the only person up here trying to check out with my eggplant parm and bottle of water. Like, <laughs> let me check out, lady. Accordingly, she needed to, like, stop checking people out and, like, stand behind the three cashiers to yell at people to get in line because that's what she was getting paid to do. I don't know. This is also the grocery store that I've worked at. Like, I kind of know what's going on. But, like, she yelled at me, and then she yelled at another guy who also, like, assumed, oh, let's go where everyone else is standing and wait in that line. No, we got to go across the store and wait over there. So I got yelled at at the grocery store for standing in the long line and wasn't really expecting that. I was going to tell a different story, but, like, that was more upsetting. <laughs> Karen, what happened in your duck pond? Um, nothing much more exciting. Um, I had to go to Ace Hardware twice on New Year's Day, um, New as Year's one does. Um, yes, it was a very <laughs> unfortunate incident of needing to uh, re-tamp the bricks in the backyard with new sand underneath them so that they stop sinking. Um, <laughs> it's always a fun time in the team and household. Um, <laughs> anyway, I walk into Ace Hardware and, um, you know... I'm not sure what kind of music you'd expect to be playing in Ace Hardware. I'd expect like rock, uh, something. I feel like there's an Ace Hardware radio station. It's like probably. Well, I walked into this one, uh, middle of the day. The thing that was playing was Julie Andrews singing "I Have Confidence" from The Sound of Music, and uh. <laughs> Needless to say, I was dancing around the store and the employees were looking at me weird, but I think it was great. So that's my story. You know, I think that's the only music I want to hear in Ace Hardware from now on. It's just like yeah. old musicals. Exactly. Perfect. Maddie, do you have any stories for us? Well, I like to think that I have a duck lake, not a pond. Um, I think my duck deserves the lake, but regardless um that's some bougie ducks like 
Hate do really these stocks like deserves a lake? Um, do they like oh, pay yes. the taxes or do they embezzle and like hide their money? Oh, uh, they don't share. Um, <laughs> my, so I'm trying to think of what happened in my duck lake this week or really recently that's of any interest. Um, I will say my duck has been really fascinated with reading College Confidential. You know that message board site? Yeah, yep. it's unhealthy. No doubt it's unhealthy. Um, I don't think reading about every person getting accepted to every which school with whatever stats or whatever they have is a healthy thing. What I no. will say is I discovered the TikTok trend of people of people reporting um, their academic stats as like recruitment, like sports recruitment. And it's like videos of them like answering questions in class correctly. And then it's like, this is my, this is my highlight reel, like recruit me. And I actually think that that's really funny. Um, but also then every couple seconds, I'll have that, like, it's the story of my life song, come on, or like the, um, whatever the college admission reaction video songs come on. And I'll like, have to like turn away. Like I've seen too many of them now. Um, so that's kind of like been my life lately is stressing over decisions, especially the ones where like, you don't know when they're going to come out. That's terrible. Like it could be this Friday. It could be this Friday. Everyone here's on different days. Like Penn state is like that. I'm like, what? Who, who Why the fuck that? did you apply to Penn state? Well, I'm applying to schools that have journalism programs. So be I, nice, my Pennsylvania heart. <laughs> Well, there's not that wait, when you narrow it down to schools that have broadcast journalism or journalism, there's like not that many that have their own colleges of journalism. That's so right. I applied to schools that have colleges of journalism, right? Because I know so you're going to be we are Penn State or whatever the fuck they do. Well, I I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They have to. The thing about college is they have to let you in first. <laughs> I can't. Maddie, I did apply to school. They have to pick me. <laughs> I don't just get to say I want you. I they have to say I want me. Whatever. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll have to have you back like when you figure out where you're going. Yeah. I know. Well, hopefully it'll be like March, like end of March. Yeah. I don't know if you remember how I was told that I got a scholarship, but I had just seen the president speak and then I got a phone call and I had to rush off. And everybody at the conference was like, What are you doing? And then I came back and I didn't say anything, so they thought I got rejected. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and then they asked, and I was like, "Oh, I got a full ride." Did it say like, did the phone come up and it be like presidential, and then like something, and you thought it was like the president like giving you a call after you saw him speak? <laughs> no, it was just a phone <laughs> number, but I knew it was Renata Crawford, who's like our school liaison and the the president's wife for the college. Oh. Cool. Um, so that's yeah. an exciting phone call. It was fun. We, it was interesting. We, we got our five minutes left in our free Zoom because I'm not paying for it. True. Yeah, so I guess I'm that means we have like, to wrap up. I'm feeling like you need like a like a non-free Zoom. But then we just if talk Zoom, forever. Yeah, if Zoom wants to sponsor us or like that's somebody true. wants to front <laughs> that cost. I'm happy to have an on-free yeah. Zoom. Currently, Zoom. I'm not paying for it. 
Zoom sponsor us or Google Me or I don't know. <laughs> I'm anti Google, Google Meet. Meet. I don't want I would Google rather Meet sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather Microsoft Teams. <laughs> or what's the thing we use when it's like everybody in a thing at once for like leadership calls? I'll do it on a conference call before I'll do it on Google Meets. No, but what's the thing I we will, do on Yeah. What's the thing Not we do sure. On, what's the thing we do on SDA leadership calls where it's like everyone gets in the thing at once? What is that called? I don't remember. I heard it a couple weeks ago. No, we I have to know. remember. It was like a big thing. <laughs> gather round? Mm. Gather round. What was it called before gather round? Icebreaker? Icebreaker. We could do it on that. <laughs> no. I don't know. We need, we need a Google. We need a Microsoft Teams or a Zoom sponsorship. If gather round wants to sponsor us. Yeah, well, where's that? I'll make it work. I yeah. would be confused as to where they got that money, but you know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, as per usual, you can follow us on Instagram at ducks.podcast or at ducks underscore podcast on Twitter. And this was Karen and Avery, <laughs> as always, with Maddie. And would you like to ask about your terrible joke I of the day? I do want to say my terrible duck pun of the day, parents. So, Perrin. What is a baby duck's favorite game? I don't know, Avery. What is a baby duck's favorite game? <clears throat> a baby duck's favorite game is Beekaboo. Oh my. But, okay. But okay, but what do you call a cow and two ducks? Oh, Maddie has a duck pun for us. I don't know, Maddie. <laughs> Milk and quackers. you're both terrible (laughs) well we will see you next episode yeah stay tuned stay tuned maybe we'll have a fun guest maybe you have to put up with Karen and I talking